friends, welcome to Buddy Time Podcast. I am Sin. Each week, me and my two buddies, Victor and Name, we gather to discuss and share our thoughts on different topics that relate to young adults in Thailand. You'll hear interesting real-life stories and experiences that may inspire you and enrich your life. So join us for some chats. This is a Buddy Time Podcast from Me Goody of Buddy Up. Hey guys, welcome back to Buddy Time Podcast. We're back with the same people, Victor, Name, and myself, Sin. And today, we'll talk about how do we study in an online class and share some of our experiences on taking online classes. Also, how we make friends through online platforms. So in our previous episode, we talk about some of the pros and cons of taking online classes during this special period of time. Things have changed and we have to learn to adapt to new ways of living. And these new experiences also made us realize how precious our life was before this pandemic. Like for students, we cannot have classes in the campus and meet with our friends anymore. That's probably one of the saddest things for, I believe, most of us. And now, thinking back of the old times when everything was still normal, first day of school was so much fun for me. Not only that I was super excited and happy to meet my friends, but also the feeling of that new beginning of the school year just made everything seem so interesting to me. But for first day of my master degree class, Actually, we started off with an online orientation, and to be honest, I felt quite strange with that. Having to meet a bunch of new people online, and I remember our professors made us introduce ourselves one by one. Now that I think of it again, I actually quite enjoyed that, because I couldn't imagine us doing a proper self-introduction if we were to meet in person. How about for you, Victor? How did you feel about our first day of online class? Honestly, when, when we first started off and the whole idea that it's going to be online, like I mentioned in the previous episode, it, it, it shocked me and it scared me because one of the main reasons why I wanted to enroll into a master degree at Jula Longon was so that I could make friends. And, you know, online, the perception that I had back then was that, oh, it's online. How am I supposed to make these friendships and these you know, connections through a screen. And then when it happens to come to the day of orientation, you know, everyone was nervous. I tried to dress up as good as I could, even though you could only see the top half of me. And normally we would be going around the table and being like, where do you come from? How are you doing? And we would just go one at a time. That's what we actually did, but on an online setting. And what I found out was that we were able to really focus, you know, on that person speaking. Normally when we're in a room with many other people around, we get distracted. We're looking at this person's clothing. We're looking at that person fidgeting. We're listening to sounds. But here you're on a screen where you literally look at the person that's speaking on a big screen. And then you just really take time to notice them and listen to them. And I think that's one of the biggest things is just that when we first started, everyone was quite nervous. You can tell. And everyone was sort of giving that standard introduction. Hi, my name is Victor. I'm 27 year, 28 years old. I am from Australia and I am a communication arts student. 
literally everyone across the line started going along those lines. But then as the term progressed, our professors made us introduce ourselves over and over and over again. And, you know, we found out new things about our friends. And I think, you know, even though it was online, I definitely feel like I could connect and really understand and know to a certain degree who my friends were on this online platform. Yeah, exactly. I think that was quite an interesting online orientation. What about for you, Name? I remember you actually went to the campus for your first day of school. I started my master program back in 2019, so that's before COVID happened. And then I spent like the latter half of my final term doing online classes. I get to, you know, have a physical orientation. I went to fresher weeks and I've been through different activities set by the university for international students for us to, you know, get to know the place, get to know the campus and make friends. But then I, when I started um, doing online classes, there's still this kind of confusion. Like, I don't know, should I turn on the camera? Should I get dressed or not? Should I just go in like my PJs? And then I feel like, oh, can I ask questions? What do I do if I have questions? Do I just click on raise my hand? Like there's this confusion of like, what am I going to do? Yeah, so I think that's what, what, what we kind of have in similar. You're so lucky that you got to experience Freshers Week and tour around the campus. We can't really have that nowadays. So since we've all had experience on having first day of school in the campus and on online platform, was there any difference in your opinion? I think there is. I think the fact that you don't have to travel. I don't know. For me, it honestly feels so convenient. You know, I was circulating all the negatives about doing online. I was like, oh, how could this be good? Will I understand anything? Will I meet anyone? Will I have fun? These were all the things that circulating in my head. But now that I've actually experienced it for a full year, I actually really enjoy it. You know, I don't have to travel far. Or if I do travel, I can go to a place that I want to go to to study. I don't have to go to campus. You know, I think if we were to say what I gained is I gained the perspective that we can literally learn anywhere. And I feel like it's a lot more convenient with my lifestyle. Back then, I was working, I was teaching as well. So being able to teach and then also be studying. And then also doing an event and, you know, rehearse for a concert while still studying. I remember this one time I was doing a concert for Gap, um, so a Siri Y actor. And whilst we were in rehearsals, I was online. I had an earphone in my ear, one ear listening to the music and dancing along. And the other ear was listening to a lecture. And I was like, I actually could do this. You know, I could actually do two things at once. Do I recommend it? Not really. But you can. And that's one of the things that I definitely saw as a positive. And another thing is that you don't actually miss out on a lot. You actually get this similar experience. I guess you're not able to, you know, see your friends physically and be able to give them hugs and interact with them after class. But apart from that, we still met up. Sid and I had projects together and we still had coffee together. And all the things that we could do in a physical sense, we can still do it online. And that's adapting to the new normal. And I think that's what was so fun about the whole experience is that we were so used to everything being so physical. But now that when we're here in a digital world, 
we actually open a lot more potential for us to communicate. And us as communication students, this definitely was an interesting platform for us to sort of enact this form of communication. For me, I didn't really experience that much of a difference because um, by the time that I started taking online classes, that was when most of our lectures were already done. And the rest of our times were mostly um, for us to prepare with our projects, going to seminars, prepare for our exams and dissertations. And also before that, uh, most of our learning materials are already uploaded on, on the online platform. So we usually use utilize that, that platform already. So I think like the main difference for us is that some of us, for example, me, I fly back to Thailand. So I have to, you know, live on a, in a different time zone for my lectures and my, my friends. And also that we have to be really um, proactive so that we, we would be sure that we receive like the right information and the most updated information. And also we have to be really disciplined with ourselves and to not like slack off. That's quite interesting to hear how both of you share different opinions on this matter. And again, Victor can always see the positive side of things. Well, for me, after having the experience of studying online, I would say that the only difference of taking classes online and studying in campus is just the platform. With online classes, we use the online platform and applications for us to stay connected. Whereas for taking physical classes, we just go to a classroom. But at the end, it is still up to us how we manage our time to study, how we put our effort into building our relationships with new friends. Back then, we might need to socialize physically, interact physically. Now we still do the same kind of socializing, but we just do it over the internet now. We still have to say hi or reach out to people just like how we would normally do in a physical context, right? So I wonder, do you think we still need to prepare ourselves for an online class, like how we used to prepare for an actual class in the campus? I physically do. Um, I think one of the biggest things is many people think that when you are studying online, you could sort of just, you know, dress how you are, go to class, roll out of bed and just, you know, put on a cute little sweater and start class. What I realized is that what makes me feel alert and really attentive in class is to take a shower, to dress up nice and to... I don't know. I feel like I put on, I'm a person who loves perfume. So I spritz perfume, even though I'm in the room by myself, but it makes me feel like I'm in a physical sense because that's one of the biggest things is that if you are constantly in the same clothes, you haven't bathed, you, you might be able to study, but you just feel like it's part of what you've been doing. But the moment that you take a shower, change your clothes, dress up nice, it changes the perspective. You know, it makes you feel like you're actually attending a class. So if you miss the physical platform, I say go take a shower, dress up nice and go on to your online classes feeling fresh and revitalized because that's what I did. And honestly, it felt great. It felt like I'm slipping into class instead of me rolling out of bed and being like, oh, I'm just going to tune in. You know what I mean? That was probably one of the biggest things is just to motivate myself. And as Nay mentioned, proactivity is something that I definitely think is an important factor 
if I could advise anyone, being proactive is very important when you're online because there's not going to be someone constantly poking you, being like, do your work, do your work, do your work. You know what I mean? You have to constantly do it yourself. You have to be motivated. You have to manage your time wisely. You have to train yourself and find that inner motivation within yourself, not through other people. So that's one of the biggest things I think is to be able to stay motivated, to stay fresh, stay alert and make it like into an event almost. Like every day when we used to go to school in a physical sense, we would dress up, we would go to uni, we would then have lunch and then go to lectures and then step out, have a coffee. You can still do that. You know what I mean? Even though you're in the setting of your own home. So I feel like one of the things that I would take with me is that no matter where you are, no matter what the circumstances are, presenting yourself and revitalizing yourself is a very important factor in whatever you do. I'm with Victor about freshen up ourselves before class because taking an online class can be as exhausted as taking an actual class too. Sometimes online classes might drain our mental energy more because the lack of some active in-person interaction with our professor and friend. In most cases, you're just sitting and listening to the professor teach. Unless you're in a very interactive type of lesson where there's a lot of interaction between the professor and students. So yeah, I would say if you can, maybe spare at least 15 minutes to get ready before your online class. And do you also have something to share on this name? I totally agree with what you and Victor said, because I think it's really important for us to have a routine so that our body and our, our brain would still be active or else we would get like a brain fog because believe me like when I was just started doing online classes I I didn't really like you know dress up I didn't do anything I just like okay get out of bed have my breakfast um brush my teeth take a shower but I just like in my loungewear and I was just like sitting on on a couch and then after a few days I feel like I'm a slot (laughs) like I feel like super lazy and I was like no I, I have to treat this as if it's a real class you know and I think this is something that's very crucial like you have to treat it as if it's real and then you you have when you do something you have to put in all your effort don't have to do your work don't have to do your studies because in the end you'll have to do to redo it again and you'll end up wasting your time and it's too burdensome to to go back and pick up where you left off you might have even have to restart everything over again Well, back then when we're still able to meet people in person, we can feel their character and vibes right away. And that's probably how most of us get our first impression on people and decide whether we can get along or not. But how about over an online platform? How to give a decent impression to our professors and classmates through a screen? Well, I'm sure, Victor, you can give us some useful advice as I definitely felt your energy and you gave off a quite strong character on our first online meeting. Thank you, Sin. (laughs) You know what? A lot of people always say to me, like, Victor, are you always, like, this energetic? Are you always this happy? Are you always this bubbly? And you know what? I, I, this is genuine. If you, if, if, if you know me truly, you would know that this is actually my true nature. I'm a very, very talkative, high energy, like bubbly type of person. And 
this wasn't me back in the day when I when I was growing up, I wasn't this type of person. But, you know, I've grown into become this person. And what I've realized is that when we meet new people, we normally want to be what we think is going to be the best version of ourselves. You know what I mean? We want to put the right foot forward. We want to make an impression so that everyone likes us or everyone thinks good of us. But in actuality, what I think is, you know, back to something that Sin used to say to me is the authentic self. The authentic self is something that is so true and it's going to be with you. If you one day are this happy, bubbly, extroverted person because you want people to perceive you as that, but you're really not, then along the lines, you have to keep up this persona. You have to keep up this act of being extroverted when you really don't have to. There's not one description of a person who has a good personality. Introvert, extrovert, there are just things to describe the way that we express ourselves. And honestly, I'm a very extroverted person, as you guys can tell. But um, one of the things that I feel is that this is really me. I, I'm not putting on an act of being like, hi guys, how's everyone doing? I'm I'm genuinely like this. And what I believe is that people, some people like it and some people don't. And the thing is, I rather be my true authentic self and see that the people who do really like me for who I am, I would be friend be friends with them. But for those who think, oh wow, this guy's way too much. This guy has too much energy. He drains me. Well then that's okay because at least then I know that we probably couldn't continue a friendship like that because I don't want to drain your energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's all this that I always think about. Like I always want to bring myself forward who I truly am, my true authentic self. And, you know, on the screen and through this podcast and through other channels, I'm always going to be like this. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I would urge to everyone is find the essence of your true authentic self. Do not pretend to be someone that you're not. Go in as you and you're going to enjoy and you're going to make friends who genuinely love you for who you are. So that's the piece of advice that I could give anyone. Yeah, I think apart from being polite and having manner while we present ourselves to new people, trying to leave a nice image or impression it's always the authenticity that makes a person different. At least that's how I see it. And showing their genuineness, to me that's very attractive and makes me want to be friends with them. Speaking of making new friends, do you have any thoughts on how to make friends in an online class? For those people out there who might be shy, like me, actually, I feel like you should take advantage of the first day because like you don't need to be afraid or you don't need to think too much on the first day everyone is on the same mindset like they want to make friends everyone's thinking the same thing so just go for it just take advantage on that day and and even when the teacher asks you to find a group everyone has the same mindset they want to find someone in a group so i mean it it's okay to just approach someone else first. And, and it's like trial and errors. And then along the way, you will learn and grow and you will find like the group of the group that like sync with you the most, just like Victor and Sin. I think, like I said before, putting, putting yourself into the perspective of being a sponge and just really listening and taking the time to get to know people, you know what I mean? We're very fortunate. Our course is predominantly practical. So we're always doing group projects. 
And that was one of the biggest ways that I really developed my friendship group. You know, as much as we are all friends in the batch, but there are certain peoples that we're more inclined to and we more we feel more comfortable to express to, to talk to, to confide in. And, you know, I think that comes from working together, you know. When you're when you have the opportunity to work with someone, you're it's not in a classroom setting. You're not having to be quiet. You're literally talking to each other and interacting, communicating, sharing ideas. And when this happens, you know, sometimes you go off topic and then you talk about life and you get to know that person more. I remember that before our project together, Sin, I didn't really know who Sin was, you know. And after the project, I grew to realize that, okay, she is this big hearted lovely person who I absolutely adore but then still I still felt mm, do I really know who Sin is and it wasn't until that we took various trips together to different provinces that I was like oh my gosh this is my person like the more I got to know you the more in love I fell with you and I think that's one of the things is that give everyone equal chance you never know who that person might be they might be so quiet but go and approach them say hi and be like do you want to go grab a coffee online or do you want to have a quick conversation online you know what i mean all this can lead to a friendship that you never thought you would have and this is one of the things that i think is so fun and exciting about university life is that you meet people that you never thought you would and you make these connections that you know it's a two-way street you want to see how it develops if they give you effort and you put in effort then it's a friendship that's going to last. And I definitely feel that with you guys and, you know, with a lot of my friends who are in the MA batch. First of all, thank you, Victor, for your compliment. You flatter me. And I adore you the same way too. Also, I agree with Name about taking advantage on the first day of the school. Just try to approach to people, say hi to them, get to know them a little bit. Um, also, Victor made a good point that one of the easiest ways to make friends is by working with different people in different groups. That's how Victor and I got to develop our friendships with each of our amazing group members in our MA badge. Another thing I would also like to add on is that I remember someone used to tell me that once we graduated from high school, we can't really find a pure and true friendship with the people we meet in university. But my personal experience tells me that it's not entirely true. Well, maybe I am just really lucky. I got to meet some of the best people and develop true friendships with them. And we're all mutually putting our effort into keeping our friendships, even though some of us are living in different countries. And this is also true in our MA batch. We became really close to each other despite the fact that we never had actual classes in a classroom. And I am just extremely grateful for all of that. I just wanted to add on to this. I remember since group clear as day, their name was Harmony. And I think I'm going to remember this name for the rest of my life because literally this group were a group of angels. They were pit like quiet serene beauties who would just join together and just like slay every assignment like <laughs> they were lethal they were quiet but they were lethal and um their their group really had like i guess it was the same as my group as well you know we formed a group and this group were 
the group that sort of I say we were eccentric. We're a very eccentric group. And, you know, I love my group to death. You know, Expelliarmus, we formed a group based off a Harry Potter name. And I love this group because, you know, I was sort of like the manhunter. I was hunting these Avengers. I was like, one, I want you in my group. Sony, I want you in my group. Emmy, I want you in my group. And we sort of band together and we actually had a meeting and we felt that, wow, this connection that I I didn't really know what was going to be the dynamic, but the dynamic works so, so well. I love these guys and I love, you know, everyone in our, in our MA, but it's just, it felt so comfortable to work with them. And, you know, this was the group that I would, like Sin said, I felt comfortable to be with. And I gravitated towards them every time there was a group assignment. We will always be like, okay, let's go Expelliarmus. You know what? I really like how we came up with our group names that represent the members so well. What about for name? When you had to come back to Thailand and continue your studies online, did that affect your friendships with those you met in the university abroad? Well, no, not at all. Like, I don't think that it's a problem at all for me because, you know, like, like what you guys have been mentioning, I finally found my people and we, we still keep in touch. So not being physically there doesn't stop us from, you know, being friends with each other. And talking about making friends, I, I totally agree with what Victor said. And I feel like everyone, we, we should just be ourselves and we could be, go at our own pace. But at the same time, we should also put in some effort. Like you can't just like, oh, I want to have friends, but you're just sitting there and doing nothing. No, you can't do that. I mean, you have to make a move. And then, but then along the process, just remember to be who you are, just be yourself and everything will just work out. And just to remember that on the first day, you should take advantage of that. I think we can all agree that with action and effort, making new friends and keeping that friendship won't be too difficult. My personal opinion on how to make friends in an online context is pretty much the same as how you would make friends in an actual situation. Somebody would have to be more active and willing to approach others, but now that it's online, you would have to talk to people using LINE, for instance. You can still get connected with people by using social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can form a group chat on the LINE application, discuss assignments and share some jokes with your new friends in the group chat. That's quite similar to how we used to talk with friends after classes when we were in the campus. Also, for me, Instagram is a pretty helpful social media application to get to know more about someone and find a way to interact with someone. For example, me and Victor and our Jula friends, we follow each other's Instagram and we would start liking posts of one another, see what's on their story of the day, and then we would interact with those posts, stories, if we find them interesting. This is one of those methods that help us interact and stay connected with each other. Since we can't really meet and interact physically now. And again, it's just back to whether you would like to put that extra effort into building and maintaining a relationship or not. And in fact, online platforms should make it even easier and convenient for us to 
make new friends. In my opinion, well, apart from making friends, is there any studying tips or time management tips that we can share? As majority of us now study at home, how do you stay focused and productive? I think I'll go back to the same word that I I really resonate with is the word balance. Um. It's important to have balance, and balance is something that takes time to perfect, and it takes time to realize if you're doing it right or not. There is not one formula like you should take twenty hours a day to sleep and thirty hours to you know. There's only twenty four hours, so that's impossible. But what I'm trying to say is that you know you shouldn't put all your time and effort into one thing, and you should try and balance it. Because I go back to my bachelor degree. And I focus so hard to get a 4.0 GPA that I focused all my time and energy into my academics and activities, and I forgot to take the time to go out with my friends, have a social life, be a university student, and enjoy university life. That is probably one of the biggest regrets that I have to this day is that I didn't take advantage of my bachelor degree because I was too focused. I put all my eggs into the academic basket, and I ran with that for four years, and that's why I'm here today, telling you that, you know, you need to be able to find balance because if you don't, you're gonna burn out, and when you burn out, it's gonna be really hard to get yourself back up and keep yourself going, especially in an online context. You're gonna be doing majority of your work through a laptop, and if you're sitting down for X amount of hours a day, stressing yourself out. Doing the work and not having anything to release your stress or relax, it's going to become strenuous and you're going to burn out. You know, the word burnout is something that is very—it's very real—and a lot of people don't realize that they're burning out until one day they just don't want to do it anymore. So I always say this: that you should focus on working, but you should also have time to relax and play video games. I am currently doing my professional project. I'll probably do about an hour and a half, two hours, maybe two, three paragraphs. And then after that, I'm gonna give myself a break. I go get a coffee. I go play some games, and then I go back to work. I listen to music, take my time with it. Oh, you know what? I'm feeling a bit of pain in my back. Let me go look at my plants. And I, I just do this, and it doesn't put stress on my body. It doesn't put stress on my mind, and I don't put stress on myself. I think that's the biggest thing: is to stay, keep yourself motivated. Don't push yourself to the limit of breaking, and just find balance. Because your balance and my balance might not be the same, but Everyone would want to relax. I I assume you know if you're a person who really enjoys working and getting it done, and that's your passion and you enjoy that, sure. But I feel like a majority of us should find balance to make sure that we don't burn out in the long run. Like what Richard said, each one of us might have different techniques or different ways that we feel like suit us the most. Um, but for me, I. I like to divide my times into blocks because I I can't focus anything for for too long. I don't like doing anything like for a long time. So I I separate my time into like blocks of about twenty to twenty five minutes, and then after each block, I would take like a mini break, maybe five to ten minutes break, and then once I complete that four blocks altogether, then I'll give myself a long break, like half an hour to an hour break. Yeah, and then you know, like I'm, I'm the type of person that I, I don't want to start the day by doing something relaxing first because I would be trapped in those time, and in the end, I would, it would be hard for me to start the actual task. So rather than 
doing something relaxing first, I would start my day with an actual task, and then I'll give those relaxation time as a reward. It it also it is also something that keeps me motivated. Like, oh, I have to finish this so that I could have like my me time. I'm like name too. I can't really work on a task for a long time, and will need small breaks in between. Well, we all have different methods of managing our time. For me, sometimes I don't follow a fixed schedule because I would need some free time to allow my mind to wander and explore for a new inspiration. And putting myself in a fixed schedule would restrict me to feel the free flow of ideas. But I would list out the tasks that I would like to accomplish within that day. So that I know I am making some progress, and at least I am having something done. The downside of this very free method is that sometimes I might run out of time to complete all the tasks. So when I set tasks of the day, I would base on my situation and the complexity of the task, and then I decide on how many tasks I could probably do. So that I won't overwhelm myself, and if I completed all tasks early, I can either enjoy the free time or continue with something extra. And that's all we have to share with you all today. We hope what we share today can provide some new perspectives for you if you're also taking online classes. Well, we are all looking forward to get back to our normal life as soon as possible. For now, let's just try our best to do what we can and enjoy this new way of living and studying. Once again, thanks for listening to us, and we hope you enjoy today's buddy time with us. Feel free to follow me, Goody, on Instagram at m e g o o d y t h for more updates on our show and activities. Share your thoughts or questions with us in the comment section of the post for today's topic, so we can discuss together. And hope you will join us again next Thursday. Until then, have a great day.